On this week's episode of Amazon Related Weekly News, we've got a bunch of information about the Q3 Amazon earnings report, as well as critical information on what you need to change with your buyer-seller messaging. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. everyone and welcome to another edition of the weekly news from Helium 10. I'm Alex Chukowski. And I'm Colleen Garrity. To start, Amazon had a phenomenal third quarter. In a press release shared last week, Amazon unveiled some of its Q3 results. Here are the five highlights we think you all should hear. First up, net sales increased 37% to $96.1 billion in Q3 2020 compared with just $70 billion in the third quarter of 2019. Second, Amazon reported that during Prime Day, third-party sellers surpassed $3.5 billion in sales, a nearly 60% year-over-year increase. Third, Amazon launched Prime in Turkey, bringing the total number of countries with Prime to 20. But I feel like I'm taking up a lot of the airtime here. Alex, can you take the fourth update? Of course. Another big Q3 highlight was the launch of Amazon Sweden. Amazon.se will offer customers more than 150 million products to choose from and will give you Amazon Europe sellers another marketplace to sell in. Next, the first Amazon Fresh grocery stores opened in Woodland Hills and Irvine, California. The stores also offer new ways to make grocery shopping more convenient, including the Amazon Dash Cart, which enables customers to skip the checkout line. Cool. Lastly, Amazon projects that this year, Q4 net sales are expected to be between $112 billion and $121 billion, or grow up to 38% compared with fourth quarter last year. There are literally dozens of announcements that touch on the growth and expansion of multiple aspects of Amazon's business. But we have a question for you Amazon sellers out there. Which of these highlights excites you the most? Which one is the most relevant to your business on Amazon? This Friday, November 6th, Amazon's new communication guidelines will go into effect. And while we have covered this topic before, here's a quick refresher. First, make sure your proactive messages are either necessary to complete an order or requesting a review or seller feedback. If it doesn't fall into one of those two categories, don't send it. And as always, don't request a review more than once for the same order. Secondly, make sure the format and styling of your messages is up to date. Helium 10 has already made automated updates to your custom email templates, which you should have received an email about. To double check the formatting of your templates, simply click the edit button on each email template and then click save. If your email template is non-compliant, you will see an error message describing what should be changed. Lastly, make sure the language of your messages are in the right language or languages for the marketplace you are selling in. Each marketplace has one or more languages that a buyer can select as their preferred language. If you are using the request to review feature in follow-up, this message will automatically be translated for you by Amazon. But if you are using a custom message, you should make sure that A, your email templates are tagged as the correct language, which can be updated in the template editor screen in follow-up, and B, the templates you are sending are in a language that is supported in the marketplace you are selling it. You can tell your automations which marketplaces you want to send an email to by applying the marketplace filter in your follow-up automation. And for those marketplaces with multiple languages, you can now select multiple email templates in a single send mail action, and follow-up will decide which template should be sent. 
Wow, Alex, that was really eye-opening. I feel like I learned a lot. That's it for us this week at the Weekly News. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Colleen Garrity. And I'm Alex Chikowski. See you next week.